1: uh, virtual health coaching sessions and corporate wellness programs, all the information at highfivehealthandfitness.com.
0: It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. We are where it's at. Uh-huh. How awesome is Mo Hagen?
1: The best. It, this, this was a lot of fun.
0: It was. We had just an hour of fun with the Mo Hagen.
1: That's right, can Pro CEO.
0: Moving. That's right. Motivation, mojo. Maybe some mojitos. I don't know. <laughs> she said it, anything not me. Mo, anything, Mo. Yes, this was a fantastic conversation with one of the queens of the fitness industry and beyond. Mo has been literally an icon for decades. The COO right now of CanFit Pro, an international fitness presenter and speaker, and has been building empires and changing lives, well beyond how I can express it to she's, all of you.
1: She's an industry leader, and you know, and from a little girl who was described as bossy, mm-hmm. uh, into uh, somebody that we, you know, we changed that word to influential. And, and leader, and leader, and and that's and that's what she is. Um, you know, it's just a great conversation. We get it all from her. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like, how did she? How did how did this come about? And you know what happened? And the leaps of faith that took place. And and you know, you're gonna do what? You're gonna leave that cushy, you know, or <laughs> or somewhat acceptable job and do what? Fitness and next thing you know she's running the country mm-hmm. um, more or less uh, you know up there and, and uh, just a fantastic human and uh, someone that, that we that we related to a lot in her, their her approach to fitness and really how wellness is, is you know the the most important driving factor in a lot of this you know we can all do stuff you know maybe we can lift weights that are way heavy and mm-hmm. put them over our head and all do all those things but you know there's living that has to take place throughout fitness, and we've got uh, a very positive leader uh, on our show today, and you're going to find out all of it. Who
0: works her butt off oh, yes. as well, and that's and that's the key. It's variety. What are you doing in life that is not just one thing? Are you reaching out to people? Are you loving what you do? Do you want to change lives? And most importantly, a lot of our guests have talked about, what's your why, and there's certain people that may talk about what's your why and you should be helpful. And you know what? Mo's like, you know what? There's actually something really important about your why. And it's maybe not just one thing, but maybe you need to go back further. Maybe it's, she says when she's six or actually maybe it was when I was born. Mm -hmm. So I challenge you, everyone out there today to listen to Mo and think about yourself, think about your life. And are you living your why are you living your potential and if not, get out there and make it happen.
1: That's right. If this one doesn't move you, I don't even want to know you. All right? So listen up, everybody. Too Fit Crazy in a Microphone podcast. Mo Hagen. Enjoy.
0: It is Christine Conti and I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit Crazy and a microphone. We are where it's at, Brian. You know where it's at today? Canada. It is. I love Canada. Oh, Canada! <laughs> and you know what? We have got a fitness worldwide. You know, I don't even want to say fitness business empowerment speaker motivator mover shaker by the name of Mo. Hagen on today, Mo. How are you?
2: I am fantastic. Great to be with you both.
0: So, I want to know. I want to know what is it like when you hear people say, "Oh my gosh, Mo Hagen." <laughs> Have, did you ever, you know, think that that would happen, or you know, does it surprise you when you hear? Oh, you mean the Mohagan? What is that like?
2: Well, first of all, my husband reminds me of that every day. He says, you're a Mohagen. Don't you forget it. And uh, he's my biggest cheerleader, by the way. You know, it makes me smile from my heart out. And it, it humbles me to think that I have had the opportunity to play a small, moderate, or big role in someone or in a group of individuals' lives. It's what I've strived for my whole life, and it doesn't come from ego. It comes from a place of purpose. I always have believed that I was meant for showing up boldly and to move people, move the status quo, and move, you know, businesses forward. I just never saw myself as that. So I still check in with myself often and think, you know, that can't be me because I haven't done enough yet. And then I have to remind myself it's not about how much you do, it's what you do and the impact that it creates. So it, it, it makes me smile. It makes me feel like I'm doing the right work and that I'm making an impact. And it really moves my vibe. I like to say it gets my mojo going to keep doing this, keep walking this path. Keep showing up, keeps serving the world and does reinforce that I need to be me and to show up as my bold, you know, self and not allow others to tell me or say, play smaller, be quieter, sit down, don't move, you know, listen more because that's not me.
1: That would be so boring.
0: That's what I like about her. (laughs) That's what is so... Captivating. And that's the word I always think of. There's certain people that you're drawn to and you're not sure why. And it's it's there's something about them and their DNA and the way they've been created that like I, I call it the spider web, that there's people that I'm like, Oh, oh, you're in my spider web mm-hmm. or you know, I I wanna they're they're movers and shakers and what is it? What is it that they do? Is it just, you know, that you're born that way, or, you know, did you see that vision? And we've gotta we've gotta start with Right now, you have your hands in a lot. Um, First off, tell all of our listeners out there, where are you
2: coming to us from today? From London, Ontario, Canada. So just uh, above one of our Great Lakes. I'm halfway between Toronto and Windsor. That usually puts me on the map with most people who know a little bit of geography. And um, this is where I came for school and I've never gone back to my hometown, which is near Toronto. Toronto. Um, Again, southwestern tip of Canada, I go where I can get the warmest weather in Canada. (laughs) I say that jokingly because I'm not a fan of cold weather. Um, But yes, proud Canadian, and um, I've lived here my entire adult life, and uh, I came here for school. So, pursued a degree in health education, physical health education, and then went on to become... A physiotherapist, a.k.a. physical therapist, and uh, still proud to say I'm a licensed physical therapist today, although I practice it in the work that I do in the fitness industry.
0: Yeah. So tell us, in the fitness industry, what are you up to
2: right now? Oh, well, the question should be, what am I not <laughs> up to <these laughs> yep. mm-hmm. The uh, fitness industry, like all industries at this time... Um, has never been more dynamic and ever changing than I've remembered in the 40 years I've been involved. Um, just for the record, I started when I was very, very young. I'd like to say five, but no, mm-hmm. it's more like 25. I'll be 60 next year. So that gives you a little scoop. Um, but I've been involved with CanFit Pro it's in, in its entire history, which is 28 years. And that was always a part-time side gig off the side of my desk as an executive at Good Life Fitness, where I oversaw almost 4,000 fitness instructors. So that was my role as a vice president of group exercise. And creating education workshops and conferences and events was something that I did as part of my job at Good Life. And then it morphed into something bigger as a result of hanging out with um you know, true entrepreneurs. Um, my boss, David Patchell Evans, is an icon in the fitness industry, and he's famous for coming home from conferences and saying, "Oh, well, I bought a chain of clubs. I bought a conference." And I always would say, "And you're sharing this with me? Why?" And he would say, "Because you're going to run this. You're going to take this. You're going to create something from it." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> as all do, as all fine Canadians say, okay. And uh, so that's how, you know, I sort of merge from one role into the other. I've been uh, the, act, I act as chief operating officer at CampFit Pro for the last two and a half years. And in the last year, it's been an incredible pirouette, I want to say, which is what is greater than a pivot. So we've heard the word pivot many times, but over the last year, we've absolutely transformed our company into a digital events certification and training company from what was a live in-person training certification and events company. And we did that in three months to react to the global pandemic that affected and locked down all of Canada, as far as uh, the fitness industry. And we wanted to be able to serve fitness professionals, not only in Canada, but around the world. And that's what I've been putting my time and intention into. And on the side, learning technology, jumping on board with opportunities to teach online. You know, we're all in the Zoom rooms together, teaching, serving our members. And um, in addition to that, I just decided to serve the industry in a couple new ways. Uh, I joined the Fitness Industry Council of Canada as a provincial member council, also as a chair of National Health and Fitness Day, which is going to be an incredible new innovation of an event this upcoming June. And then on top of that, just helping to serve the industry by participating in as many events around the globe, writing a ton. And then on the side, working with great entrepreneurs and spirits like Christine and driving my little sideline business in health and beauty and wellness, which uh, is something that I'm really passionate about. But it is definitely a little side hustle that I just continue to enjoy
1: and that's all <laughs> right <laughs> i mean oh, no, no i mean you know um, yeah. i'm teasing of course i want i want to get into just about everything that you just rattled off there because it's all important uh, i want to get a feel for you know the way that things um are going to move forward in canada um you know as that's where you're on the, the board uh, for that um but but let's stay with canfit pro for a second because Um, where do you see it coming? I know you've, you said, you know, you've, you've, you're up, up tight and running with the, uh, with the virtual, uh, programs now and everything's like that. Um, you know, do you, you know, obviously still plan on having the in-person events when you're allowed to, and how do you see the two playing with each other and and what's going to happen moving forward?
2: Great question, Brian. I think it's the question of the hour in the fitness industry and many other industries, uh, for the future, I see it as a hybrid. It'll, we will not let go of the online power of connection in the comfort of people's homes conveniently. That's always been an obstacle for many people to engage in becoming a professional in any industry. But in the fitness industry, we often hear, well, I'd love to take a course and become a trainer, but I just can't afford to you know, travel down to a city where it's being offered or c- afford to go to a conference Now we can bring it to your home. So that will remain just like the hybrid experience will most likely remain in any fitness experience going forward. We do anticipate going back to live events. I'd love to say we're going to be the first, but it's already happened in some parts of the world where they've opened up ahead of North America. But we do anticipate going back to live events and our fingers crossed every day we hear the news. But right now here in Canada especially in Ontario, where the greatest population lives, we do not anticipate a live event in the size that we offer, which is, you know, a couple thousand or more, until the fall at the earliest. In fact, convention centers are not even opening for conferences. They're becoming vaccination centers. Mm. So we will not be running um, our main event our global international conference and trade show as a live event again this year, which I can't believe I'm saying. Um, I think I've gotten over it. So I'm not as emotional as I thought about it a month ago, but come fall and definitely for 2022, uh, we will return to live events, but we will complement them with what we used to call our regional events, which is, would be smaller across the country. We'll bring uh, online or virtual events for, all Canadians and everyone. We're going to expand. We've already expanded outside of Canada and we've served 15 different countries around the world right now because of virtual. So I see that our certification of personal trainers and fitness instructors, I can tell you a year and three months ago, not even, maybe it was just a year ago because that was COVID started a year ago next week. It was like, no, we can't do certification training online now. 100% of it is virtual. Mind you, we do have a unique model. We have pro trainers at CampFit Pro. So you actually train with a live person in an online world. So you're actually with a coach, with a trainer who takes you through the, the theory, the practical, the exam, and really helps move you along. That will continue as well as being in person when we're allowed to, again, come back together And then our um, additional courses, some of them will remain self-directed online because it's just simply easier to bring more people or make it more accessible to more people. So it'll be a hybrid world going forward. And that is great. We've already seen the growth and uh, the impact that we've been able to create as a result. So why would we limit our possibilities and opportunities?
1: I I love to hear it because, um, you know, the 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 covid has forced us to do things differently right it was you know out of necessity and out of adversity albeit you know industry adversity and not necessarily physical health for many of us uh, you know but it, it's made us it's made us change it's made us better you know it's it, it, you know and i can probably ask you the next question have have you know certifications and things actually gone up this year for you guys as people were homebound and now have a virtual option
2: well i can say that we've actually met what our goals were Perfect. For 2020, we didn't actually see it go up yet because we actually had total lockdown where I, I believe you experienced the same thing. People spent three months in paralysis, like they didn't even know what to do. Right. And we needed to pivot our business to make it available. So we we didn't lose three months of time, but we had to take that time to pivot. And that would have been something that would have, we would have spent three years doing, but we did it in three months. So needless to say, when you only have really – nine months, three months of pre-COVID, six months of COVID, and three months of changing your business model, we met our goals and now we've set higher goals for 2021. And we know that those are very conservative because, um, you know, Canadians, they're rather conservative. <laughs> um, but we know we can actually meet or beat those. And we're very proud to say We're reaching people outside the country who choose to take a Canadian certification because we have a practical component and we have people who train you in a, you know, Zoom online experience, which makes it feel like you're in front of the trainer. It's not self-directed, which some of the courses and certs are today.
0: I Forever will miss the in person, the whole idea of traveling and the energy, and you know, being able to actually make those meaningful connections. and And I'll say it, you know, have a uh, you know, cheers, you know, at a you know, little after party. Or I remember those the CamFit Pro parties. The, that was no joke, Mo. I don't know if you were like the head planner for that, but those, unreal. Couple yeah. times that I've been and presented at CampFit Pro, Brian. For real, it was like everyone's dressed up, and the, you know, it's like it, it was DJ's and yeah. oh my gosh, I, I'm like, this is awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, you know how to plan and throw a party, Mo. So we do, we
2: do know. I have to say, it's been part of our culture. I grew up in a family where the theme was be a margarita baby. So <laughs> you know, if you've met. Our grand host, Patch, he's about having fun. And, you know, if you're having fun at work, it doesn't feel like you're working a day in your life. It's part of culture. And, it's you know, there's a lot of philosophies, um, you know, that we say, you know, make work fun. And so, yes, we're known for having a good party. We're known. We love to treat our presenters well because we know if we treat presenters well that they, you know, will not only do a great job, which I bet you know, Christine, we all will do a good job anyways, Or, but we want to create an experience so they'll want to come back and continue to elevate their game, bring new products to our business. And, you know, together we all have better, you know, more success. So, But we do like to celebrate. That's definitely part of the CamFit Pro culture. And um, as you know, people always try to sneak people into that party. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have this is a really funny story, Mom, but the last time I was at when was um who the heck was it? Was it Sh- was it Shanty?
2: Did Shanti was Shanti there like 6 years ago? Oh, yeah. He, I think the last time he was with us was 2018 actually. Okay. So He's been there couple times.
0: Two things. Number one, I don't know why I somehow was in the same area he was where he was like doing his showers and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, oh, whoops. Hey. Okay. That was number one. Be- if you're going the to – The green room. Listen, if, <laughs> if, if Christine is going to be somehow involved, she's going to get in trouble somehow. So, you know, I'm just whoops. Um, that's number one. Number two is that the best – the other thing is that I actually got kicked out of a session – And this was, yes, Mo, this is great. (laughs) This is fantastic. So it was like the big good life, you know, um, Les Mills something, right? Les Mills live. I I don't know. It's, you know, it's like very secretive. I did not know. I just opened the door. Hey, what's going on? Walking around. The security guards literally, I want to say they practically picked me up by my arms and like put me back outside and I'm like I'm Christine but I'm just present they're like you it was so great it was such a good story and I'm like this place is awesome I'm like I get locked in with Shanti showering I get kicked out of a room like there's a big party Mo hey it's all about stories so it's like memorable it's like yeah.
1: international scandal, Christine. It's like, no, it's just... kicked it's just, out of CanFit Pro.
0: Just, it was very... Fun I, you know, whenever they're like, we don't care who you are. I'm like, do you know who my father is? <laughs> right. Oh, man. Oh, It's, a, it's gosh. fun, though. I mean, again, I love the in-person. I think there's
2: something to it, but I love the... Well, fact- me, I'd love to jump in and just say I'm totally with you. You know, the majority of fitness pros are those... Interactive people, people. And I cannot wait to get back to the live event because one of, you know, if you were to ask me on, uh, you know, what are my top three desires in any career? It has to be where I can travel and be able to do what I love, travel the world and serve the world in the way I'm meant to. And if I can do it on, you know, a paycheck that people pay, even if it's sometimes just the expenses to travel to contribute, that is part of my being. So not to be able to travel for a year surprisingly hasn't bothered me as much as I thought because I've been so busy, but it's because no one else is traveling, so I have no FOMO. If everybody else was traveling and Canada couldn't, I would have some severe fear of missing out because it is part of my DNA to be on a plane every other week.
1: It's go- it's going to come back. It's going to come back and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be like the biggest reunion ever and everybody's just going to be really hyped up and it's going to, you know, we'll just have to be patient with all this stuff. You know, this was started as what, like a two-week lockdown just to make this thing go away and here we are a year later.
0: So glad I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I think that's nice that we all need to just, you know, go with it. I've, I'm curious that, you know, with your hands in so many pots and doing different things, What's your, I mean, what's your ideal? What is your number one? Is it, you know, I know that you do a lot of speaking. You just spoke at what the Women's Day Empowerment event. What was
2: that? It was Women Who Influence uh, celebrating International Women's Day.
0: All right. So you just spoke there and, you know, you still are planning and are on these boards. What's, you know, what's the ideal day like for you?
2: Well, great question. And, um, you know, I used to always try to fit myself into the mold of others that I admire that kind of I always think have their stuff together. And I'm like, why am I always bouncing from, you know, this meeting here and the next event there? And in one typical day, I probably have a minimum of three different organizations or groups that I serve it'd be CanFit Pro the majority of the time, Good Life Fitness some of the time. Then it would be the Fitness Industry Council or Prescription Get Active, Women in Fitness Association. I love the variety. But a typical day for me would be where I get out of bed with a little persuasion from my husband who hands me a decaf coffee as temptation. And, you know, I'm at my desk dressed in my, half corporate, half fitness, every day since COVID. I'm on screen on Teams or Zoom, and I'm seeing and working with everyone. And the typical day would be that I would go all day, 8.30 till 5. Uh, Typically three times a week, I would have a a class I would teach around noon hour. I would jump between with uh, my quick lunch that my husband makes and leaves for me. I'm spoiled. (laughs) And then for two hours in the evening, I have a pretty hard stop at five o'clock. We would go and exercise together. And that has been something we've been doing and keeping count and score of since last March. And then I would come home and like I did with you last night, Christine, I would get back into a little bit of work before I have my evening meal. I'm kind of like a New York and I eat late with my husband and chill in front of the TV for my favorite sitcoms. And then I either go to bed or go back to work. That's my day. And it's pretty routine.
1: It's a great day. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's action packed, but calm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I could, And and I, and as long as I take time on Sundays to plan my week and know where my head needs to be at who, you know, and prepare for that. It flows. And then I celebrate on Fridays with a glass or two of wine. And I'm working harder to take weekends to rejuvenate my battery and take some time for a mo. But that I love what I've been doing. And um, yeah, I really, I have, I can't say, I can't say I have any regrets over the last year because I've done everything that I chose to show up for. And I really thank the vulnerable moments or people that reached out that were struggling because it allowed me to really step into my boldness and my greatness to serve. And then I decided on the 20th of March, I remember this day to the moment, because I was asked to do a quick video message to Fit Pros about how to hold tight and be strong and resilient. And that woke me up and thought, oh my gosh, this is my this is my commitment. And uh, I can't say I've, I, I really can't say I have any regrets. Um, yeah, maybe I should have slept a little more, but can't really think of much.
0: Talk to us about, you do a lot of speaking and you, like you said, you're bold, you're you, you're, this is who I am and I'm not, I'm going to be unapologetically Mo. So when people come to you and say, Mo, we want you to be involved with this organization or come speak to these people, like give us an insight into what did you speak about with the women influencers? Because mm-hmm. you are an influencer, but people normally, I mean, you know, a lot of us don't get up and say, I'm going to be an influencer and I'm going to go to college <laughs> for this. Right. And I'm going to st- I mean, it's just something that
1: either that or they're, or they're just coming out and saying, I'm an influencer. Right. They, <laughs> they proclaim, yeah. self-proclaimed influencers.
2: Yeah. Well, for me, it took the work to really understand who I am. And understanding who you are is knowing what your your why is. You know, world helped by you is the acronym for why. Thanks to my incredible coach, why coach, Jerry Visca, who taught me that. Understanding your purpose, like, you know, who are you in this world? What is your purpose to serve um, in this precious one chance, you know, one time around? And once you know your purpose, then you, you identify what it is that you can do you should say yes to, to serve that purpose. I I can be honest and say there are things I say no to. And sometimes that's hard because it gives me the energy and time to focus on the things I truly know I'm aligned with. And when you're aligned with that purpose, then you, the mission is easier to accomplish. Because if you know that you're the, you know, how your rocket's going to get fueled every day, you know where your rocket wants to go. It's not about the destination you get to, it's the journey. And knowing my purpose, then I can show up and really understand what to extract or contribute to the conversation. So, for example, Women Who Influence on Monday, this past Monday for International Women's Day, was about women's lead-hership, about celebrating women, about understanding the inequality bias and what is holding women back, whether it's self or through conditions, society. Speaking those honest conversations. And then what I do is I figure out either where I fit into the conversation when I'm invited into a panel or a conference, or I create the conversation by attracting panelists or speakers to help color the conversation in the direction that I foresee, I envision is needed. So I created the Women Who Influence event on Monday. I was the host of that event. I knew what the, I knew what the destination was. I knew the mission we wanted to take. I knew how I could serve that. But it was really about aligning myself or finding, seeking out the leaders that would create that conversation collaboratively and lift us all up. And whether I lift them, they lift me together, we all lift each other and push each other in some cases. And that's how we elevate, you know, not just the conversation, but we elevate our delegates So that they leave that event having had an experience that's going to move them forward, higher, stronger, whatever it is. In some cases, it moves them back. It moves them back to reflect on that deeper work that they need to start doing in order to then step into their greatness, knowing their purpose. So I invite, I say yes to things and then I figure out how. I say no to things to save the time and energy for the best. And then I curate what isn't already out there so that it can be unique to the world. So that's, you know, again, the, finding the gaps to create opportunities.
0: So when did you find your why, Mo? Because you talk about you went to school for, you know, physical therapy. And, you know, it's many people say, you know what, you're, you're doing great things. Physical therapy is a good, honest thing. Very safe, you know. Brian and I are both. We call them recovering um, from our business and you know our real jobs. Put it that way. Sometimes people Those, say that
1: the three I made it jobs that I've had right. in my life mm-hmm. yeah, were I, the most I, are,
0: unfulfilling. I made it jobs of our lives. I already
1: made it three times. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that?
0: <laughs> 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 um, so I mean, that's the thing. It's you go from all right. I've got this. I've got this degree to. Was it, a, was it a moment? Was it a something that flipped yeah. your switch?
2: I appreciate you asking me that because it's a pretty powerful story. So from the time I was six, I wanted to be a physiotherapist because I was a very accident-prone kid. And I, I also was born with a bit of a hip dysplasia. So I was a late walker. I'm a, I was a premature twin. So being smaller to start, you know, had a bit of a rough start in my life had a little help from a neonatal unit. Um, I was smaller, preemie, told by the doctor I'd be weaker, I would struggle, I would need, you know, rehab, blah, blah, blah. And my mother said to me as she got to, you know, see me in action, as a very bossy toddler, because I used to boss my twin around, she tells me, what I came to realize, that was leadership skills. But, you know, in those days, you were just considered bossy. But I learned very quickly that I needed to not listen to the naysayers or those people that tell you how you're going to show up in the world. So that was really how I first discovered my why. But I didn't understand my why all through my years of going to school. But I followed my, my passion. My passion was I was absolutely fascinated by how people moved. My mother said I was a detective. You know, I would sit on the benches in shopping malls when my mom and sister would go shopping. I would stare at people and I would be a detective. And I'd say to my mom, this person has something wrong with their knee because they're walking. La la la. So long story short, I wanted to be a physio. I didn't get into physio school because I wasn't sm- smart enough. My guidance counselor told me that I wasn't going to have the grades to be in medicine or physio, that I should settle for less. So I settled for physical health education. And then, long story short, applied as a graduate, which was the backdoor way in to get an interview into physio, which I got into physio school. It was years later that my boss, David Patch Evans, who I worked for very part-time as a part-time aerobic instructor, like how we all probably started, and he would always hire me for these side gigs you know, go to my new club and teach instructors what you do. I trust you. I'll give you my BMW convertible for the weekend. i say, okay. (laughs) And then one day I came back from a a five-month sabbatical where I traveled the South Pacific, New Zealand, Australia, Asia. I came home and within 48 hours, my boss sat me down and said, Mo, I want to hire you full-time as my first ever director to run a department. I want you to build it, certify all the instructors, and I want you to create this greatness. I'm going to have a 100 clubs in the next 7 to 10 years. And I said, well, okay, is there a contract? No, just trust me. He offered me a decrease in pay, no security, a dream, (laughs) and a promise. And I went to my lawyer, I went to my friends and my family, and they'd say, what do you think they said? You're crazy. Mm -hmm. I, You know what I said? I had a best friend who said to me, Mo, listen to your gift. It's your gut. What is your gut telling you to do? I said, take a leap of faith. I did, and I've never looked back. I did remain as a certified, licensed physiotherapist just in case. But I took a leap of faith um, because my heart was much louder than my head. And for all the reasons that I was told you shouldn't do it, it was all the more reason to show them I could. That's how I transferred my part-time passion hobby into a full-time career that I was able to just grow and develop and I moved up the ranks, but it was from, you know, aligning yourself with people who think big and um, building really trusting relationships with people that you can trust, will have your back, will go through hell for you and you will do the same. It's just like Survivor. My boss used to say, you know, if you... You know, if there's the toughest times, Mo, we always know Mo will have our back. Like, I will. But in, in exchange, you need to know people will, will have your back as well and take risks with you. But it was really, and this is the monumental moment, is it was only five years ago that I really was able to articulate my why, to you know move people forward and positively influence them to live their true purpose. You know, whether that's their health, their wealth, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, I, I can help them with anything that they want to move forward in their life. And I showed them the method that I've learned myself. And that's how I got into, um, you know, knowing my superpowers because I did that work. But I only learned how to do that five years ago. But what was incredible was when you align with your why, it took me right back to when I was six. In fact, it took me back to the day I was born. I knew that I was meant to keep moving forward and to live my purpose boldly and be bossy. And it's not bossy. It's called leadership skills. And that was my journey. And it's powerful to know that. And now that I know my why, it's like it will defend any kryptonite that I will meet because I just stay true to it. Now, I'm not perfect. Some days I just settle for good enough is good enough. but. I can always come back to what I really need to stay aligned with and then I know I'm just gonna do it. I don't it doesn't matter to me if someone thinks I'm crazy. Being crazy is great because it, it moves the world, right? We can't all sit still, like there is no thing such thing as going back, right?
1: We are, we're the two fit crazies. <laughs> yeah, I uh,
2: know <laughs> we're crazy. You know, you, you, crazy you talk good. my
0: language. <laughs> no, and it. my superpower is crazy. It's crazy. That's, that's what we what say. We say her
1: superpower is
0: crazy. But the the ones crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Uh, and, I truly yeah. believe that because I, everybody who has not. All right, raise your hand if someone has not said you're crazy if you think you can do that. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. Then. Crazy leads to the purpose-driven life, like you know, just like oh. you have, have said here. I mean it's it's like you have to be a little bit wild. Uh, you know our favorite running uh, doctor here, jo- Dr. George Sheen, was you know great in the '70s and he was world renowned, but he he lived right near us, and we used to run races with him when he was in his 70s, and we were in our teens, and he was this powerhouse of a human being, and he says sometimes you know if you want to win anything in life, whether it's a running race or, or you know anything, he says you've got to go a little berserk. <laughs> and it, it's like it's like i wear it like i should tattoo it on myself because we're going we got to go berserk every once in a while and uh i've got the queen of berserk over here that uh, is my co-host uh i'm her co-host i think oh, please. um and and uh you know and here we are with you mo and it's um well, I, I get it take, i get it
2: yeah and it takes two to tango just so you know brian Christine would not be her crazy best self without you on. Oh, I'm,
1: I pour gas on that fire all the time.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm the uh, the ign- ignite. Christine, yeah. let's go crazy. Uh, I got her around 30 miles this weekend.
2: Woo! <laughs> on I have Sunday, to say, I will say some of my best craziness happens when I'm running. Mm-hmm. Oh, the and, best. Uh, yeah, I've I have got I have solved the problems of my world while I run. And thank goodness for phones now because I can record my thoughts. But um when I was having tough times in university, um, you know, again, being rejected from sports teams or being told I couldn't or being rejected from physio school the first time I applied. You know what I would do first and foremost before I got into a funk? I'd go for a run.
1: Mm-hmm. Here, the here. longer
2: the better. And by the time I got back, I was rehabbed.
1: Yeah, here, I mean, you, you, my you, head. It's true. Yeah, you said you know you said craziness or you know whatever. It, I, I call it clarity, and I have you said you your phone. I have a notebook when I get home from my runs. Any thoughts I have, I jot them down there. Are there is there is ten billion dollars in that notebook? <laughs> I know it. I just have to dig it out and cultivate it. Um, there's there's brilliance in that notebook. I you know just listen to me, and uh and you know it's it just happens to be that way for for us.
0: Hmm. I love the fact that you just went back and said. All right, you know what? I know. I I knew there was something about me. That's it. And I think everyone should should feel that way. Everybody is special. Everyone has something that whatever that thing is. And you know, you think about your. You just said this. Someone who, you know, in the fitness world and and whatnot. You know, your name is like a wow. And you didn't. It, it wasn't like you just fell there. Like you you worked really really hard. And the fact that you say wow, it really wasn't until five years ago I had this clarity. And then I took it back to this and this and this. And now it was actually when you were born. And you know what is so funny when you said that? And I joke about this because, Mo, the more you get to know me, I'm kind of like, yes, I'm very serious. I talk about serious topics, and but I do it in a way that brings you laughter or fun because emotion drives motion and life needs to be, you know, something positive and something, you know, celebrated but there's a – this is a good one, Brian. So I am the baby of the family, like really the baby. Like my – the next closest is like 11, almost 12 years older than me. I have two older sisters. Uh-huh. Yep. hmm So that's like a whoops. Oh, geez. You know? Well, my – and I always joke around and say, my mother told me I was a gift from God. And Aww. that would no, no. If you know her, she's, <laughs> she's, you get from God, sweetheart. She's from Brooklyn originally. She's she's had pancreatic cancer, and she's fighting it because pancreatic cancer's afraid of Carol. That's that's oh. my mom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Wow. So th- it's funny that you say that because you know I was that kind of the nursery school teacher told my mom like, well, you know, if I don't show up, I'd trust that Christine would do a good job teaching the kids. You know, and my mom's like, all right. Um, but you know, you think about that and, and it was kind of like, yeah, I most likely was like oh my gosh, like I'm pregnant. You know, my dad was like, well, oh, all right, Carol. (laughs) But you know, it's, that was always the joke of the family that, you know, you were, you were the mistake. But then I was like, mommy told me I was a gift from God. Well, you think about that. It's like, my whole thing is about gifts, right? Everybody has gifts. What's your gift? Your life is a gift, right? So you know, I know there's all of us have these things in our life. If you sit back right now and think about all those moments and all those like, wow, this really kicked me in the stomach. Oh, that really was great. Oh, yep. I fell my face again here, but take it back now. What, what was that? What was your, what was your role, you know, growing up or to other people? And I think there's a lot of clarity in there's, that, that you just Oh said. yeah.
1: Or, oh yes, or, or even that moment where you kind of see, it, and I know I've had this moment where those dots do connect, and you're like, "Oh my God, this has been a path all along. I had no idea, but now everything makes sense." And again, purpose-driven life, we're moving forward here in the best of ways. You know, winds be in my sails.
2: Oh yeah, and it reveals, like the story reveals itself. You know, we when you're in it, it's sometimes hard to see it. And now you have to trust that your story, you know, it doesn't have to define you, but it declares, it leaves clues. You know, part of my leadership came from I grew up in a single parent family. I did not know until my mom was terminally ill that she relied on me like a second parent. Mm -hmm. And I was only 15 minutes older than my sister. Like, what a responsibility. But I did not realize that she looked up to me to be that, you know, I guess, guardian from my sister and brother. And I thought, wow, I mean, I hated that when I was, you know, at the time, because it was a lot of responsibility on my shoulders. And it is even to this day, I feel like I should be the matriarch, where my sister is actually the matriarch. She's the, Mm -hmm. you know, keeps the family going. But um, at at the time, but now I look back and go, that was just shaping me to be the leader in my family, which is the fitness industry. You know, it's like, it was training all along. Just we did. I didn't always see it or understand it at the time. So we all should know our story and be able to tell our story and have your story, you know, reveal or leave clues to the strengths that you have that, you know, many people are still not aware of within themselves.
1: And, and what a purpose, a perfect industry we're in for this type of life. Right. Because it's all about helping people and it's all about, you know, have, making people believe it in themselves. You know, even if we have to love them for a while before they can love themselves, uh, you know, that that they can, you know, it's the perfect industry for people like yourself to, you know, to, to have to unleash, uh, uh, you know, yourselves upon.
0: And that's yep, I agree the uh the whole reason again, I know it took us you know it took us a couple years, you know, Mo, to get you on with the two fit crazy so so um congratulations, you made the cut um, Woo! <laughs> that's number one, so now you can join the you can officially say that you are a fit, crazy, you know kind of guest, a part of the family now, which is really exciting awesome. um, but you know, same idea with Brian and myself saw the need in the fitness industry to kind of take our hands and say listen you don't have a platform you don't have a a voice you don't have a way to get your company and your your brand out there let us let us help you be your voice and it all of a sudden when we step back and said this isn't about us asking you hey give me money for this or here give me give me it was a how can we help you how can we provide value and i mean you've seen it throughout your your career and we say it to people all the time be valuable You know, the more you can help others and what are we doing? We're trying to give people more quality lives, both physically, mentally, what you're doing, what we're doing is, is all in the same realm. We're here, you know, Brian always says we're not in competition with each other. A competition is McDonald's down the road, you know, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and, you know, and this is, this is what's so important and of great magnitude that, you know, you're on with us you know, being the platform that you have, the platform that we have, this is you know we can only help each other. And the people listening right now, we've got to check out what Mo is up to. You know what you haven't mentioned, by the way, your whole idea of Mo Move More—the M mm-hmm. O. M-O. What? Give us the some M-O. of your. Give us some of your um,
2: fun sayings with your name. This is great. Uh, my M O. Uh-huh. My mojo. Uh-huh. My. I create momentum, motivation. <laughs> Mighty Mo is my license plate. Mighty Mo. My mother gave me that name, and um, you know, it's the it's it has one. It's my name, so you need to know. You know, you need to hear your name. I think it's important that you build your why around part of your name. So I use anything with Mo, and you'll see me write it in all my blogs that the. If it's momentum, the M and O will always be all caps with an apostrophe or not. depends how significant or subtle I want to make it. But it just allows me to infuse into my writing, into my verbiage, um, part of my brand. And that's what I do. I move people. Move people to feel the mojo, their own mojo, their vibe, and move them in the direction that motivates them to get up every day you know with energy that not out of having to but wanting to and that's what it's all about and i'm sure that there's a mojito in there somewhere <laughs> that is
1: that's beautiful
0: oh my goodness and we're going to i want you to talk about you know and tell everyone your website in a second and yes. all i kept thinking of is that it's it's kind of hard for me to use my name cuz it christine mary i mean Right, it's a little. There's a little bit of religious imagery that I need to kind of like. I mean, although it's like a, a, you know, made from God. Not, I mean, I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah I can't. I, can't. Uh, I was going to say something very, very wrong and sacrilegious.
0: Oh yeah, no, ooh. but it's
1: but it was it would have made y'all laugh. Don't
0: worry. <laughs> there you go. Just trying to be all uplifting and whatnot. No, That's truth. The truth. It.
1: The truth.
2: I, I would. I would be if I was. Um, uh, having a discussion about Christine Conti, I'd be saying, you know, I've met this incredible woman, CC. When I mean incredible, I mean so like CC is like the right. extra bit, which uh-huh. makes it unique, you know. C- copy, copy. CC, she's
0: crazy. Yeah, like, CC, <laughs> a little bit crazy. That's fine. There you go.
1: Complete chaos. That's also <laughs> true. <laughs> You know what? No, I'm I'm picking on you, a kid because I care. It's true.
0: I get made fun of a whole bunch and that's okay because that's, you know, part of life. It we need to smile more, we need to laugh more, we need to celebrate relationships more and what you said with You know what? You're following your heart. This is this is what you were meant to do. Mo move, mojo, motivation. And you know, you've got your tribe and you know, this is this is awesome and I can't wait to see what happens with mo moving forward in the next uh five years or so mo give us a little um before we go today give us a little preview of what do you see happening five years from now hit the fast forward what's new five years five, five years from now i'm only doing five years i didn't even do 10 yeah, i know it was five. five years is a
2: long way away these days but five years from now camfit pro will be a global industry brand that will have serv- certified a hundred thousand fitness professionals globally that I will be proud to be have as part of my legacy. And I see myself on corporate stages, motivating the masses to live longer, healthier lives, focusing from the inside out, um, versus the outside in. So redefining fitness as a internal mindset, wellness. Because that's where fitness is going. It's changing completely. It's going to do an about face as far as why people get into fitness, and it's going to be about wellness because of what we're facing right now with mental health, mental health challenges due to isolation and and social separation. Um, but I see myself doing corporate keynotes and a lot of writing. I have another book that is um, going to be written. I have no plans to write it yet. You know, we got five years. Um, and travel and adventure where I could be somewhat, not retired. There's no such thing. Retired, if you look it up in the dictionary, it actually means to expire. No. So I have no plans to expire, but I have plans to travel the globe and work from anywhere I desire, Um, and I have some favorite places in the world, but really building out uh, the Mohagen brand to be um, a name that inspires people to, you know, seek a career in the fitness and health-related industry, and be proud to be fitness uh, health professionals or fitness practitioners, and to be seen equal to all health professionals out there serving the world, whether it's during a pandemic or not. So keeping fitness going um, during times of global crises like this, the, that we—that's one of the things I'm striving towards—is to re to see the fitness professional as an equal member of the allied health team and to just get the respect they deserve because they work darn hard. And of course that will require us to continue to level up the industry with top experts, bringing the best information and knowledge. Um, and you, you see that yourselves, but, um, that's where I see myself working outside the industry to support the industry and, um, and, you know, doing, again, what I do right now, a variety of things to keep my mojo going so that I'm still able to contribute uh, well into my 80s and 90s as a fit chick.
0: Yeah, that's right. There's no I, I don't know. You don't understand the word retire, just like I don't understand the word retire. That I don't know. What? Huh? What? It's yeah, that doesn't it's not I don't it's like that I can't I don't. When someone says that to me I'm like I'm sorry I don't that's not a word that's I understand so if you could just you know, rearrange that certainly a not bit. in five years. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. for sure. No,
1: I got to say, I, everything you just said excites us mm-hmm. because you know, just the, that feeling of the inside out, the health, the wellness aspect of, of fitness. It's 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 got to be there, and and I see it. There's a paradigm shift. I you know, I know that you didn't just pull that answer uh, or you know invent anything in particular right then and there, but um, because we're all seeing it and it's exciting to us because that's where we live and right. um, you know, and that's the way that we. Approach Approach uh, what we do, on and with med
0: and like with med, medical fitness, and all the you know different um, companies that are out there. Like I said, we're we're a huge advocate of you know how can we help you know say to doctors like listen, let's do some preventative work here. Like t- yes. how can we help you? But guess what? We're not just the average you know even Brian and myself. We're not the average trainer. We're not the you know boxy person it's we see you and we do a lot more and have a lot more experience or whatnot. How do we get people like that trusted by mm-hmm. doctors and by the people like you, you know, you're mm-hmm. physiologists and whatnot. What would, what, what could we do to have you take your client to us? And that's, I think so important yeah. both physically and mentally. So, so we have to have
2: that conversation. We just, it's having the conversation, inviting yourself into those
1: boardrooms
2: and joining those committees that allow you to come around the table. Again, you know, I was invited to join my very first board of directors. I mean, that's a big thing when it's your first time because it's, like, a bit scary. Um, and when I joined the board of directors at Prescription to Get Active, which is it was sort of a resurrected out of the exercises medicine movement, I joined, and then I realized I was the only person from the fitness industry on the board. I, that kind of freaked me out. I thought, I don't belong. And then I was like... Of course I belong. And then I found out the reason they invited me, I didn't apply, was because I am not from their world. I'm the person to mine the gap between the medical world and the fitness facilities and rec centers. Like I was to be that alliance, the glue. I, I kind of brought the bridge with me. And now more people are coming together to talk about how physicians can prescribe exercise and do it in a non-intimidating way. That makes them feel comfortable and trust that the fitness professional will take care of their patients. And that's something that I am very proud to do because that's how we're going to move the world forward and have more people being moving, feeling well, being healthier and lowering the cost and the burden to our healthcare systems.
1: I love it. Keep, and, and, perfect, and and you're the perfect and you're the perfect you're the perfect person uh, there hasn't been a, a, a you know we have a lot of canadian guests on on the show and there hasn't been one that has failed to mention canfit pro when they're on here as you know a part of it mm-hmm. and and look so so you being uh what was i going to say bossy or influential or or whatever you know it is uh motivating um you know, you're doing it and you know, that's why you're there. So it's you know, it's well deserved and board of directors, of course. Uh you know, who else are they gonna get to do that? And um you know, so look it, it it's just it's everything's moving in the right direction.
0: Patience and and um, you know keep moving. She's missing one thing, Brian. What is it? You know what? With all of these corporate keynotes coming up, Mo, you're gonna need someone to come with you to introduce you and warm <laughs> up the audience. A hype man. So I'm just, A hype woman? I'm just throwing that out there that you may you may just need an someone opening act <laughs> for an opening act, and I may yep. be volunteering for that. <clears throat>
2: oh wow! The I'd talent. love to brainstorm that with you. I never turned down. A good opportunity to create something with great people. So
0: I also enjoy that. traveling to warm environments. <laughs> I'm a really fun traveler. I travel well. I you could just put me in a crate, put me under the airplane if you want. It's fine too.
2: <laughs>
0: I don't need a I love lot. it.
2: <laughs> I love it. It's fine. Well, you know, I'd we just- will be there. We will be doing great things together, and I commend you for what you two have been creating. Because really. You know, if someone said, well, how do I get a start? Get yourself a platform mm-hmm. and put yourself out there. Just be brave to step into these great conversations. And and that happened very, I, I honestly can tell you, a podcast course corrected me. You know, we started, the COVID lockdown was March 16th. On March 20th, I had an aha awakening. And it was because I was invited to do a podcast, this video, And it made me realize, oh, my gosh, the pity party is over. I have to get, like, dressed and get going. Get moving, Mo, because there's no time to feel sorry for yourself that you can't go to the trips you were planning and that you can't go to conferences and that you've got to now auto reverse engineer an entire conference that took you five months to create. Like, get over yourself and get moving. And it was a podcast that, of course, corrected me. So to anyone listening – Create your platform by starting the conversation and you'll tell your story without even realizing perhaps parts of it. And then just do the work to curate where you fit and step into that with great boldness and energy and find your mojo. We all have it. We have our craziness. We have our clarity. We have our, you know, whatever it is that is yours, cultivate it, own it, and live it.
1: And and chances are if it excites you, right, if it excites us, then it excites other people too. There's people, I don't care what it is that you want to talk about or whatever that platform is, fitness or otherwise – you know, if it's comic books and you're passionate about it, people are gonna listen to that because you know it, it's what they love too. And and you know, it's funny how things work out. March first last year, we were getting so many people coming up to us and saying, "We love your show. You know, we want to do it. We don't know quite know how to start or anything." I say, "Listen, we made all the mistakes for you. Like, don't even worry about it. Like, we can we can do this. So we started the podcast production company March first of yeah. last year." Mm-hmm. And, wow. and then the next thing you know, everyone's locked down and, you know, and, and they they can't do anything. They're out of their gyms. You know, And we do have our little niches, the fitness industry and wellness. And, you know, here we are. And uh, so, again, you know, Mo thinks it's a good idea for you guys to have, you know, uh, have some podcasts. Let's go.
2: Absolutely. And stop, And don't think. And here's the thing. Everybody thinks they have to know how to do it. What technology? Nope. Make an investment. Nope. Just start with you two. And allow you with your talent and your expertise and platform and build it with you. Like, we all have to make that start. I love that. And we're going to be talking. Justin.
0: Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Mo, before we honor your time, you've had amazing time with us today. Tell everyone your website. Tell everyone where they should go to register
2: for CamFit Pro Virtual Go. Great. So my website to stay connected is mohagen.com. And you can subscribe, receive my blogs. I give away a lot of free stuff. So that would be mohagen.com. To find out everything about CanFit Pro and our upcoming all-access pass for education online events coming forward, which will launch as early as tomorrow, you can go to www.canfitpro.com. And all the information is going to be there. So that's probably the easiest one. We'll have a few other websites for our events, but that would be the main one to go to. You can catch me on social media. It would be mo underscore hagen for Instagram and Twitter. I tend to do Instagram and Facebook, and on Facebook, I'm very formal. Maureen Hagen mm-hmm. or my fan page, Mo Hagen. I
1: love it.
0: Fan page. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> fan page. That's fantastic. We need
1: Mo. Mo. Mhm. Yep. It's Absolutely. No doubt about it. hmm That's it. One mo mile.
2: <sighs> I oh, it. I love it, Brian. One more mile. I love it.
1: I gotta I gotta tell you though, I think Mo Farah has that one already. That's his thing. Mo, the great British runner is one yep. one mo mile. Uh that's his thing. But but that's okay. You're
0: Mo too. I'm sure Brian I'm, mo too. I'm sure Brian will yell that at me at some point in the next month or so. Christine,
2: one Mo mile, and yeah. I'm probably going to yell
0: back expletives, but that's fine. We're going to go. Berserk, I can't wait Christine.
2: to go running with you both. Uh, I'll have to get trained. I've, oh I've turned into a power walker lately, but I we do that too. I,
1: yeah, yeah. Hey, we, we, as long as we're mobile, moving. <laughs>
0: This is getting I'm good. really. This is a game. Control. I- I'm
1: okay. gonna Mo. I'm gonna I'm gonna email you like 15 more Mo's by the end of today. Okay,
2: <laughs> love it. And just just for the record, there is a Momo amazing wine called Momo.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> here, here.
2: Okay.
0: All right. <laughs> I don't know where we just went totally off the charts with with this fantastic inspirational talk. Um, Mo, you are fantastic. Please. Don't ever stop doing what you're doing, being bold and leading the way for all of us because you are a true inspiration for so many, including myself and I'll say Brian as well because I talk for him sometimes and that's why he makes fun of me. So um, needless to say, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today and we truly appreciate everything you're doing for the fitness industry and beyond. Well, thank
2: you, you two fit crazies in a microphone. (laughs) You are amazing. All right, with
0: that said, it is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prenier. And we are two fit crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.